Good morning. Let me try that again. Good morning. Happy Father's Day. I can't tell you how good it is to be standing live on this platform today. I mean, we don't have pre-recorded worship. We don't have a pre-recorded message today. It's all happening live right now at 11 o'clock. And I want to give a shout-out welcome to all those of you who joined us on site today and all those that are joining us online today on Father's Day for our Sunday morning celebration. And a huge shout-out to all of our guests across the city, across Canada, and globally around the world that have joined us today. I am so glad. Well, we're in our June sermon series, and we're calling it Unfamiliar. How many people are ready for God's Word? Come on, how many people are ready for God's Word? You ready? Well, in this unfamiliar sermon series, we started in the first message just exploring an unfamiliar topic of racism. And if you aren't here for that, go online, watch it. There's some notes there. And we just went from the familiar to the unfamiliar, from the known to the unknown. And then last Sunday, we explored the subject of our next normal, not our new normal, our next normal. And we explored seven principles from the book of Joshua that we need to embrace as we step into our next normal. Well, today, I want to explore another unfamiliar topic that I think is untapped, unknown, and needs to be released. I want to talk to you today about the blessing. I want to explain to you what it is and why we need to talk about it and how it can affect you and what can you do to see the blessing lived out in your life and in those around you. So if you brought your Bible today, I want you to turn with me to the Gospel of Matthew chapter 3. And I want to read to you today two verses, which is our text today, verse 16, verse 17 of Matthew chapter 3. Jesus was being baptized in water at the Jordan River by John the Baptist. And something absolutely amazing happened. And we're about to read in just a moment the foundational scripture for the blessing that God the Father spoke over God the Son. In verse 16, as soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water. At that moment, heaven was opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. Now watch this. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, whom I love, with him I am well pleased. I want to point out to you today that this sentence, these words, that God the Father spoke over God the Son, as Father God spoke over his Son Jesus, gives to us the foundation for the blessing. And there are three things that we're going to look at today, and we see it right here in what God the Father said to God the Son. When he, when he said, this is my son, these are words of acceptance. When he said, whom I love, these are words of adoration. And when he said, with him I am well pleased, these are words of approval. Now let me put this in, in modern understandable language. It's like God the Father was looking down to God the Son and said, that's my boy. That's my boy. I love you, and I'm so proud of you. And so for a few moments this morning, I want to explore 10 characteristics of the blessing with you today. And I believe that these characteristics 
are going to help you in every relationship of life. For you, if you're a parent to your children, if you're a grandparent to your grandchildren, if you're married to your spouse, if you have brothers and sisters to your siblings, if your parents are still alive to your parents and to one another as brothers and sisters in Christ, we need to pass on the blessing. So I want to give you these 10 characteristics, and I think it's going to come together as I, I listen to you. Number one, the first thing I want to share with you, number one, is the blessing adds value. It adds value to one's life. The word blessing is mentioned over 700 times in the Bible. And it actually comes from an ancient Hebrew word where they literally would take coins and they would place them on the ancient scale to determine their weight which it means to determine their value. You see, everybody in this room on site and everybody that is watching online today, you want to know that you matter. You want to know that you are valued. You, you need to know that you are significant. And when you release a blessing to someone, you are adding value to their life. You will notice in your notes a number of scriptures. In Genesis chapter 49, Jacob gathered his 12 sons and he spoke an appropriate blessing over them. You will notice in your notes Genesis chapter 27 where Esau said to his father, bless me, bless me, father. Now sitting in this room today and watching online today are many people that you're like, I, I never heard those words in my home. I never heard my father or my mother say, I'm proud of you. I never heard my mother or my father say, I loved you. I always felt like I was tolerated, but not celebrated. And if that's you today, you might find that you would journey in life trying to fill the void of the blessing that you did not receive as a child. In fact, for many people today, if they never heard the words of blessing from their earthly father, something got messed up in their thinking about heavenly father. And there's many people today, when they feel like earthly father is unconcerned, they begin to feel like heavenly father is unconcerned. When people feel like earthly father was absent and at a distance, they begin to feel like God the father is absent and distant. And when you feel like you can never please your earthly father, there's many born-again believers striving to, to earn the approval of God the Father. I believe before this service is done today that God the Father is going to restore brokenness in the blessing. He's going to speak words of affirmation. He's going to speak words of approval. He's going to speak words of adoration over your life. And he's going to restore the broken blessing so you can pass it on to those around you. Somebody risk a little amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You are a shout to the Lord today. God wants the blessing in our life. It's amazing when the, the blessing is released to us, we have a protectiveness around our mind and around our spirit that we don't listen to the lie of the enemy. When the enemy says you're a failure, you go, I'm not a failure. I, I'm a success in the eyes of God. When the enemy says you're worthless and you're nothing, you go, I'm not worthless. I'm not nothing. I don't listen to the approval of negativity. I listen to the approval of God Almighty. And I want to speak it over you today. God loves you more than you can ever imagine. God is pleased with you more than you can ever imagine. God looks down at you and he 
wants you to know that you are valued, you are significant, and you matter because blessing always adds value. The second truth that I want to unpack for you, number two, is that the blessing is about whose you are. You thought I was going to say who you are. The blessing is about whose you are, not about what you do. You see, church, I want you to notice this. When God the Father spoke the blessing over God the Son, Jesus had not done any ministry yet. He had not healed the sick. He had not raised the dead. He had not fed the hungry. He had not met people's needs. He had not died on a cross before he did anything. Father spoke words of blessing, which teaches me blessing is not about what I do. Blessing is about whose I am. And I want you to get it in your spirit today. If you've got Jesus in your life, you're a child of the living God. You've got a deposit of Holy Spirit in your life. You've got the ownership of Holy Spirit in your life. You can cry out, Abba, Father. You can say, God, you're my father. You're my daddy. I'm your son. I'm your daughter. Blessing is about whose you are. It's not about what you can do. The third thing that I want to unpack for you today is that the blessing can be, this is a lot, intentional or informal. It can happen at special occasions. It could happen at scheduled events or even at spontaneous moments. It can be so intentional and so planned or so spontaneous. When Jesus heard the blessing of the Father, it happened at his baptism. When he's being baptized in water, the heavens open, and God the Father spoke and gave blessing at a special moment. I'll tell you a special moment to give blessing is a birthday party. I'll tell you another special moment at a wedding. I'll tell you another special moment at a graduation. I'll tell you a planned moment. Evelyn and I did this when our kids were growing up. Before they walked out the doors, we spoke blessing over them. Before they went off to school, before we put them to bed, we spoke blessing over them. You can do a planned moment, a spontaneous moment. Now, here's the word. Why is it? Why is it we only hear blessing and words of affirmation more than ever at a funeral? Why do we wait till someone is gone to speak words of affirmation? Why do we wait till someone has already passed on into eternity to speak blessing? How many people know we got to speak the blessing now while people are alive? We got to be intentional. We got to be spontaneous. We got to seize the moment. We got to speak blessing over our children, blessing over our spouse, blessing over our parents, blessing over our siblings, blessing over one another. If there's ever an age group that feels like they don't matter, it's the elderly. You ask somebody in their 80s if they feel valued and significant. You ask somebody in their 80s that they feel like they matter. I think we need to honor the elderly generation and speak blessing over them and let them know that they've got value for the kingdom of God. Somebody risk a little amen today. We've got to unleash the blessing. We've got to pass on the blessing. But the problem is, some of you today, you can't pass on, you can't give what you've not yet received. 
How can you pass on something you've not received it because the blessing was broken because you never received it in your upbringing? How many people know God can restore that today? God can pour a blessing into your life today. How many people believe God can restore what the enemy has tried to destroy? How many people believe God can impart into you what the devil has tried to take? Just because daddy didn't love you doesn't mean God the Father doesn't love you. I believe God the Father wants to restore what's been broken. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So it can be intentional, informal, special, scheduled, or spontaneous. The fourth thing I want to share with you is that the blessing is a spiritual impartation. I don't know if I can explain this in the natural, but I know something happens supernatural. I, I, I just can't explain it in earthly words, but something in the spirit realm happens when a blessing is spoken. I was reading when Jesus received the blessing of the Father, and folks, don't miss it. He's being baptized in water. He comes out of the water, and it says heaven open. In the original Greek, it actually reads heaven was open over him, over him. Heaven was open over him. And he literally, he, Jesus literally saw the spirit of God descending like a dove. If someone ever battles understanding the Trinity, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, take them to Matthew 3, 16 and 17, because you've got God the Father speaking the blessing, you've got Holy Spirit coming on the Son, and you've got Jesus Christ being baptized. You've got the Trinity in Matthew 3, 16 and 17. And so he's baptized, he comes out of the water, and heaven literally opens just over him and the Spirit of God descends on him like a dove and rests on him, and he sees it. And then he hears the Father speak over him as the Father said, This is my Son, whom I love. With him I am well pleased, church. When you speak blessing over your children, over your grandchildren, over your spouse, over your sibling, over your parent, over a brother or sister in Christ, there is a spiritual impartation of giving and receiving I want you to hear me today. Something in the spirit realm happens beyond what you can ever imagine. There's many of you today, you're walking around wounded. You're wounded from your upbringing. Your house life wasn't like little house on the prairie. It wasn't like the fun house. You might feel like it was the farmhouse where all we had to do was work, work, work. You might feel like it was the schoolhouse. All we had to do was learn, learn, learn. But some of you today, you feel like your upbringing was like the haunted house and there's some dark secrets and lots of pain. I declare it prophetically over everyone in this auditorium and over everyone that is watching on live streaming. Jesus today, by the power of Holy Spirit, wants to heal the brokenness of the broken blessing and restore it so you can pass on something fresh to those around you come on church somebody give a little amen this morning there is a spiritual impartation then there's number five the blessing is spoken or it's written I mean presence is not just enough don't just show up speak up don't just show up for the sport event don't just show up for the special moments it's good to show up but you got to speak up there's power there's life in our words. There's power in our words. Your words can bring life or death. God said, let there be light, and there was light. The tongue is power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruits. 
If you've journeyed with us for the past 20 years, you've heard me share this before, that my earthly father, who did not receive the earthly blessing from his father, broke the chain and was able to write blessing to me as a son, but struggled to speak blessing over me. And when Evelyn and I got married, I can remember he handed me an envelope. It was thick. And to be very honest and transparent, I was hoping it was padded with $100 bills. But I opened it up. There was no money. money. There was a seven-page letter that he wrote from his heart and spoke what he could say. But he wrote it. It was a blessing. I love you, son. I'm so proud of you. You could not have married someone more better. I'm so glad that I saw a call of God in your life and you're in the ministry. God's got his hand on you, and the Lord's going to use you. Please, friends, understand there was a spiritual impartation on me that I received when I wrote, when I read the written blessing from my earthly father. I declare to you today, speak it, write it, email it. Don't hold back. Release the blessing. Pass on the blessing to your brothers and sisters in the Lord. As I was sitting with Pastor Brad this week, and I said, I want to give you a window where I'm going and what I'm talking about. I looked at him. I said, Brad, I love you. You're my brother. I'm so grateful to have you in my life. And we looked at each other, and there was something that was just released, and I speak it over you today again. Brad, I love you. I'm so proud of you. I'm so honored to work alongside you. I speak that to our entire pastoral team. And I speak that over you, church. I love you so much. I love you so much. I'm so blessed to have you in my life. I couldn't wait for this day. I couldn't wait till we can open the doors and come back. Oh, I know, I know this place is not jam-packed yet, and that's okay. But there's something powerful about coming together in corporate worship. There's something powerful about coming together and being with one one another. I want you to know I love you so much. I love you so much. And I'm proud of you, Woodville. God has great days ahead. Somebody put their hands together and give a clap offering of praise to the Lord God. The sixth thing that I want to share with you is the blessing is affirming and the blessing is accepting. It's not about performance. It's about position. If it's about performance, we're going to mess up. We're all going to make a mistake. We're all going to do something wrong. We're going to feel like a failure. But God loves you not based on performance, but based on position. You're the child of the living God. He doesn't tolerate you. He celebrates you. I tell you, my friends, there's a seal of ownership of Holy Spirit in you. And God the Father is saying to you, you're my son. You're my daughter. We're family. Come on, church. There's there's a blessing of affirmation and a blessing of acceptance. But then there's number seven. The blessing always includes unconditional love that is verbalized and demonstrated. Don't just say it, show it. Don't just show it, say it. Unconditional love. You see, the interesting Greek word that the father used when he spoke to the son, different Greek words for love. One is eros, which we get the erotic idea of love, the sensual idea of love. And then there's another Greek word, philios, which means the brotherly, I'm your friend kind of love. But the Greek word that's used here is agape. It's the unconditional love that means no matter what, I will always love you no matter what. It's like when Mark and Evelyn got married May the 3rd, 1986, and we were united in marriage and we shared vows together. I love you. I'll always love her. It will never change. 
Bible says nothing can separate us from the love of God, neither height nor depth nor principalities nor powers of darkness nor angels or demons. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Did I say nothing? Let me say it again. Nothing can separate us from the love of God. Come on, put your hands together. Give a clap offering of praise to the Lord God. Unconditional, verbalized, and demonstrated. But then there's number eight. The blessing displays approval. I mean, God the Father didn't just say, this is my son. He didn't just say, I love you. He said, with you, I'm so pleased. I delight in you. I celebrate you. I started to pray over that this week, and I felt the Lord give me a verse for the house today, and I want to share it with you. It's in Zephaniah 3.17, and it gives me a vivid picture of what God the Father is doing right now. It says, the Lord your God is with you, the mighty warrior who saves. How many people are glad that the Lord God is with us today? How many people are glad that he's a mighty warrior who saves? Amen. It says he will take great delight in you. How many of you are glad he takes delight in you? In his love, he will no longer rebuke you. But here's the part. But he will rejoice over you with singing. God the Father is singing over you a love song today. So I want to declare today that the blessing displays approval. But then there's number nine. And I almost missed this in our text. And it came to life as I was studying our text this week. The blessing is an active, long-term commitment. I've got colleagues that I've been friends with for years in the ministry. And over time, we've moved to different parts of the country. And one of my colleague friends is probably watching right now. And he's gone through some difficult years. I call him every day. And the conversation ends with, I love you. And I'm so proud of you. And I'm with you every step of the way. You see, here's what I almost miss in our text is God the Father spoke the word over God the Son. This is my son with whom I love and I'm well pleased. Here's what I almost miss. That same phrase was repeated again over Jesus in Matthew chapter 17. It's in your notes, verse 5. It's the transfiguration. And God the Father spoke the exact same words over God the Son that he spoke when he was baptized in water. He spoke the same words over him at the transfiguration, which means to me that the blessing needs to be an active, long-term commitment. You can never say it too much. You can never overdo the blessing. Evelyn and I are blessed with three granddaughters right now, and they're in our bubble of 10. Come on, isn't that cool? That's cool. And we, we spent a little time with them yesterday to celebrate Father's Day. And they're five, they're three, they're one. And I say to them every time I see them, puppy, puppy loves you. And then I say, you are beautiful. And they go like this. Notice I never said you look beautiful. I'm not addressing what they're wearing. I'm not speaking about their haircuts. I'm speaking about who they are. You are beautiful. You watch them put their shoulders back. You watch them put a smile on their face. As long as I'm alive, as long as I have breath, I'm going to speak those words ongoingly over my grandchildren. 
And I want to challenge you, moms and dads, don't stop speaking blessing over your children. They might be 57 years old, but they still need to hear the words of blessing. Don't stop speaking words of blessing over your grandchildren. Just because you didn't receive a blessing, don't stop your lineage from receiving a blessing. Get the blessing restored by God the Father through Holy Spirit so you can pass on what you did not receive. Let's break the curse and the chain of a lack of blessing and let's be a people that release a blessing maybe today you got to start fresh by speaking words of blessing over your spouse i love you over your children over your siblings over everyone in your sphere of influence because the blessing is an act of long-term commitment but then there's number 10 and with this i close the blessing sees a special future and cheers the person towards achieving their potential and their destiny. You see, my friends, when God the Father spoke the blessing over God the Son, I started to study what came after the blessing. And you read in Matthew chapter 4, Jesus went into the wilderness for those days of temptation. I happen to believe that one of the reasons Jesus could sustain the days of temptation is because of the blessing that was spoken over him. Life is tough but we need to speak blessing. When you look at your child and say, I love you, I'm proud of you, I see the hand of God on you, you've got giftings I don't have, the Lord's gonna use you greatly. You've got a life ahead of you that's greater than you can ever imagine. You've got a future over you. I don't know where the Lord's gonna take you, but I think it's amazing and great. How many people know that fans and cheers them on for the future God has for them? That's what Jacob did when he called his sons together. He spoke an appropriate blessing over each of them. In just a couple of moments, I'm going to pray in this place before we close that God would reverse unblessing to blessing and restore what was broken and release blessing over everyone's life. Because there's some of you today right here in the house and some of you that are watching online that you never received the earthly blessing from your earthly father or mother, and we need to pray that Holy Spirit would restore what is broken. How many of you believe God can do that right now, right today? Do you believe that? Come on, come on, do you believe that? I believe that God can do that for everyone in the house and everyone watching online. And then I'm gonna pray that God would release blessing through us to our spouse if we're married, to our children if we have children, to our siblings if we have siblings and parents, and to all those around us. But before I do, I want to ask in this auditorium that every head would be bowed and everyone's eyes would be closed. I want to ask you a question before I pray blessing over everyone today. And the question is this, if you died and you stepped into eternity, do you know that you know that you know that you're going to heaven? You're watching online today. I don't want you to think you're going to heaven. I don't want you to hope you're going to heaven. I want you to know that you know that you know that you know that you're going to heaven? Was there a time, a place, a moment that you personally asked Jesus to be your personal Lord and Savior? If you're seated here today, or you're watching online somewhere in Ottawa or Canada or around the world, look at me. I want you to hear me. Every single one of us are going to step into eternity. And the question is, where will you spend eternity? Heaven is real, hell is real. Jesus said, I'm the way, I'm the truth, I'm the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. 
Over 2,000 years ago, God the Father sent his son Jesus, and Jesus died for your sins. And the way to heaven is to ask Jesus to come into your life, to repent and receive and confess. Heads are bowed and eyes are closed. You're in the auditorium. You're watching online, and you've never made your peace with God the Father through Jesus Christ. I'm going to lead you in a prayer right now. If you've never done that, I want to invite you to join me as we pray. Dear Jesus, I ask you into my life. Please forgive me of my sins. I have decided to follow Jesus. Today, I confess you as my Lord and my Savior. I repent of my sins. I receive you in my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Open your eyes, look this way. I believe that there's many, many, many who are watching right now and even in this auditorium that you asked Jesus Christ into your life. We are celebrating and heaven is celebrating. Come on, in the auditorium or at home, put your hands together and celebrate salvations today. On some of the platforms that we are presenting this message, you'll see how you can indicate that you received Christ. Reach out to us, we'll reach back to you. We want to help you in your new faith journey. And if you live in Ottawa and you don't attend a life-giving, Bible-believing church, join us in the journey. But if you live in another part of the country or around the world, reach out to us. We're going to help you find a Bible-believing, life-giving church in your neighborhood. Well, whether you're in the auditorium or you're at home right now, can you just, just stand with me? Go ahead, just stand. Come on, right here in the main auditorium. Would you stand up in the balcony? Would you stand? At home, get off the couch, stand. I, I just believe before this service comes to a close, Holy Spirit wants to do a fresh work of restoring the broken blessing. And then I believe that Holy Spirit wants to take the deposit of the blessing and release it so that you and I as a church will be a church that passes on the blessing. Let's be honest, it's easier to be critical, isn't it? I'm willing to admit that. But let's be a people who pass on the blessing. You need a blessing, I need a blessing, your parents need a blessing, your children need a blessing, your grandchildren need a blessing, your spouse needs a blessing. I just wanna pray that there would be a Holy Spirit breakout of blessing that the blessing would go viral, amen? So I'm gonna put the Bible down and I wanna invite you, whether you're in the auditorium or at home, lift up your hands, just lift up your hands. We're, we're, I'm gonna pray that we're gonna receive a blessing. So Spirit of the living God, I ask that the same way that the Father spoke over God the Son, if, 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 if Jesus, if you needed the blessing, how much more do we? But God, I know there's people standing in the auditorium and there's people at home that the blessing was never received. I pray, God, that you would speak words right now of acceptance. I pray that you would speak words of adoration and you would speak words of approval. And God, that you would deposit a blessing into those where it's never been received or it's broken, that you would heal the wound right now. God, I just feel there's some people watching right now and some people in this room that they're like, like my daddy was abusive. My daddy was aloof. My daddy was never present. It's, it's so broken. I, I was always told what I did wrong. I, I never heard words of affirmation. God, break it in the name of Jesus. 
And I pray in the name of the Lord you'd heal the broken wound right now. There's, there's some of you right now. I just feel the Lord speaking to me prophetically. There's some of you right now in this auditorium. And some of you watching online. There's a, there's a divine supernatural impartation of healing of a wound of a broken blessing that is happening right now in Jesus' name. <laughs> so God, just heal it right now. Pour in the oil of the Holy Spirit. Just receive the blessing. God, I pray for everyone in this auditorium and everyone that is watching online that we would not just be a receiver of a blessing, but we would now be a giver of the blessing. Help us, God, to pass on the blessing to our children, our grandchildren, to our spouse, to our parents, to our siblings, to our brothers and our sisters in Christ, that, God, there would be a supernatural outbreak of blessing in and through your people. Now, God, we give you the glory and the honor and the praise. We ask it in Jesus' name. Nobody whispered, whether you're on site or at home, lift your voice and shout, amen. One, two, three, amen. Come on, put your hands together right now. Come on, let's give a loud clap offering of praise to the Lord God, amen. Amen, we'll take a seat for a moment. I hope you enjoyed the worship this morning and were challenged by the sermon. Next Sunday, we've got an incredible sermon in the Unfamiliar series. Pastor Mark will be sharing that online or on site at 9 and 11 a.m. You won't want to miss it. Hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much for joining us this morning.